When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Robin Crane, and this is the Growing Your Financial Business, The Woman's Way podcast. Listen, I was a financial advisor for over a decade, and I got so sick of the old archaic strategies that your grandpa used to get clients. What the industry teaches today is still so outdated and just doesn't work anymore. So I had to find a better way for myself, and then I got obsessed with sharing these how-tos with other women like me. The stuff I teach doesn't require giving up your life, your sanity, or your family time. I want women like you to have it easier than I had it so you can thrive in the industry. I've now helped thousands of women grow their financial businesses to multiple six figures, some even seven figures per year. So on this podcast, you're going to get an inside look at how they did it so you can do it too. Let's dive into the show. So when I first became a financial advisor, they told me that I needed to talk to all my friends and family and um, that that was the way I was going to grow my business. And I had actually, um, I was a singer songwriter before I started and became a financial advisor. So um, just imagine that here, here I was living in uh, San Francisco area. And I had just been on the road as a singer songwriter, trying to make ends meet, living on people's couches, singing cynical love songs. And then poof, I became a financial advisor. And it was like, I took my exams really fast and just because I was very motivated. And so within six weeks, I was able to you know, offer financial, I mean, I guess financial products like mutual funds and things like that. And I remember what they told me. They told me essentially to Go and you know make your list of 100. Talk to your you know make your list uh, friends and family, and then the talk to everybody, everybody and anybody. And then what you're supposed to do really is um, you need to like you need to like the the script that they gave me was essentially just tell them that you're practicing. Like so, you got to go for your why. So like why did you become a financial advisor? And so I remember specifically calling my cousin Tracy who I believe she's nine years older than me. And I, at the time was 29 years old. So here she is 38. I did the math. I think I did it right. Um, 38 years old. She has a husband, young kids. And I called her up and I'm like, Hey, Trace, um, you know, I, I became, I just recently became a financial advisor. And this is someone who had been to my shows, my cynical love song, singer songwriter shows, you know, so obviously my cousin knows me very well. I was living in Philadelphia, flying back and forth. Right. So, um, cause I had done some touring as a singer songwriter and I was kind of doing both the, the East coast and the West coast and, and not making any money and living on people's couches. And I call up my, my cousin. I'm like, Hey, Trace, um, you know, I just got licensed as a financial advisor and, um, I'm, I'm really excited about it because I feel like I can really help people and I'll be able to make a bigger impact as opposed to, you know, my singer songwriter stuff where I was just singing a lot of cynical love songs and trying to entertain people and, and that sort of thing. And so I'm really passionate about this, really excited about this. And, um, because I'm just learning, can I come over and, you know, practice basically my, I don't know if I said practice my presentation, but practice probably said practice my presentation, like, so, so silly. And so, of course, being my cousin and being supportive, she said yes. And I went over there. And I remember at the time, you know, when we were just starting, I had to occasionally bring my supervisor. And luckily, I had a a female supervisor who was really cool. She was actually younger than me. She was 27 years old. um, And I actually looked up to her. She was just really 
just a cool chick, very passionate, very excited about the job, which got me the like made me want to take the job as a financial advisor or the business, so to speak. And really, really liked her. I wanted to impress her. I wanted to do it right. And so there I am. I remember vividly, like as if it was yesterday, and this was back in 2000 and late 2006, I believe. And I'm at the kitchen table where you go to their house, right? And and I'm going through this process. And the process was... Um, let me tell you about my company. And I was at a company called Woodbury Financial. And so I tell about the company. It's a subsidiary of the Hartford, like as if that matters. And that's what I tell them. And then I would tell them about me and my why and why I'm doing this. And then I told them, like, I actually remember there was this graph, like that was upside down for me. And so it would be right set up for them. And I'd hold it across the table. And that essentially showed like, if you start early, start saving early, that you'll be able to retire versus waiting too long. And then we would um, go through the fact finder. Now it's the fact finder. And now it's like, what, where's your money at? And I mean, already it's getting like super uncomfortable because I'm asking, I told my cousin that I was just practicing and now I'm asking really specific questions and my supervisor's there watching me do this to make sure I do it right. And so I'm like, how much is in your 401k? How much is in your, how much is in this? How much, how much you have for 529 kids, all this stuff. And, and then we go through the goals What's your one-year goal? What's your you know short, short, medium, and long-term goal? Essentially, ten plus years, all that stuff. And then it's like so. The next step, and it was a close closing closing statement. The next step is to take this four hundred one k and roll it into the Hartford Capital Appreciation Fund. That's literally what I said. And my cousin looked at me, and she said, "Wait, are you serious?" And I was like. Yes. No, maybe I don't yet. I was like, yeah. And she's like, I thought this was practice. And I'm like, oh, of course. Sorry. You know? Yeah. Yeah. No big, you know, whatever. Like and got super awkward left. And it was two years of being awkward with my cousin <laughs> that she said like two years later, Robin, that was really, really awkward. And I'm like, yes, I'm very sorry for that. And today she's actually, she's a, lact, uh, a lactation consultant. And when I had my baby, she was helping me with that and I'd help her with the business. And now she respects me, but it took years to get that respect back. So I want to share with you today how to get quality prospects, really the best way to get quality prospects without hitting up friends and family or paying for leads. Because what happened later as I actually got more successful in business, then I started to pay for leads. And the first time I invested like heavily in, in, in leads actually was LinkedIn. I was, I was investing $5,500 a month in LinkedIn, a LinkedIn strategy. And at the time I actually knew who my ideal client was. So that helped. And we actually did, did quite well. And that was the first year after making actually the year before I didn't pay for leads. I was making, what did I do? Um, yeah, that was the year I, I did like $500 in my business and additional. That's right. I'm trying to remember in additional sales. Okay. I had some money because I had had some money under management. So I had some money, like maybe, you know, uh, I don't know, $50,000 or something like that. Um, but all new sales were $500. Then I hired a marketing team on LinkedIn and I ended up doing uh, $200,000 by the end of that year. Okay. So that was the, the first time I paid for leads. It, and I had probably hit a six figures before, but like I hadn't ever hit that much. And definitely new business, it was just a hundred, it was like $152,000 alone. I looked at these numbers recently. Anyway, so it's great, but it's very risky. I remember actually at the time when I decided to invest in working with this LinkedIn guy, I actually hired my coach first because I knew I needed the coach and the strategies and the shortcuts first. And then I hired um, the marketing team. And I was at the time in January when I when I started, I was forty thousand dollars in debt. And then I hired these two, you know, these this team, the coach, and then also um, the mark the LinkedIn marketing strategist. And then I was at over 47,800 dollars and $12, whatever in debt. 
And that was because I was like, okay, I have to make this work. And here I am a financial advisor feeling like a total fraud because now I'm for almost $50,000 in debt and I'm taking a huge risk. Now I was willing to take that risk because I actually knew who my target market was, like who I was actually trying to attract. And I knew like I had a really good sales process and a really good product, like meaning the products I understood, I had confidence in them. I knew how to offer them. I was actually not just doing um, financial advising. I was also doing money coaching, my money coaching program. I was really good at, I felt really good at sales and all those things, but I wasn't good at the leads part. Okay. And what's cool since then is that I've actually figured out a way, thanks to my husband, really, to attract quality prospects in a way that you don't have to pay for leads, in a way that positions you as an expert, in a way that doesn't make you have to hit up friends and family or pay for marketing. And once you get that base where you know reliably and predictably you can get quality prospects on your calendar every single day, day in and day out, then when you get them through the process and you know your numbers, you know your KPIs, you know you can take 10, 10, you know, let's say 10 prospects on LinkedIn and you can convert four of them into clients at a minimum of $5,000 a pop or something like that. Now you can put marketing dollars under it. But typically in the financial industry, you're taught to do it backwards. Okay. What I mean by that is you work your butt off, talk to friends and family, go networking, do all the things to like bust your ass in order to get prospects, and I'm not going to say quality prospects, to get anyone and everybody on your calendar, that's what you learn to do first. So mostly through the warm marketing, maybe you're lucky and you do centers of influence, but you're never getting centers of influence really to influence, I mean, to to refer you unless you've been in the industry long enough for them to see that you're credible. Okay. Typically people can't swing that at the beginning. I tried, trust me. Um, And that's how you grow your business. And then seven years, eight years, 10 years, 15 years, 20 years in, now you're getting referrals. And somewhere along the lines, maybe around the seven-year mark or 10-year mark, like where you're making enough money, then your company tells you, well, now you can go buy leads, like whether it's smart asset leads or whether you go to white glove or something and have fill seminars. Seminars typically happens pretty early on because they'll tell you if you can get enough butts in seats, the plate lickers, then you know, you're going to be able to get at least one client. That client's going to be worth five to 10 grand. And it's cost you $5,000 for the seminar. And you get a million under management, then you get 10,000 year after year after year. So it's worth it. Okay. I'm not saying those strategies don't work. I'm just saying it's inefficient and they're doing it backwards. What I mean by that is this, if instead, and this is what I'm talking about, the best way to get quality prospects, if instead you can attract the right person to you organically, that means not paid, where they see you as an expert, you stand out, you are noticed by them and you attract that person to you and they automatically think, wow, this person knows what what she's talking about. And then you're able to walk them through a very intentional, effective, efficient sales process that's not about your company and then about you and then fact finding all this crap that they teach you. But instead, you walk through a process that actually helps them get clear on what's really holding them back and what they want and that there's a gap and that it shows them that the next logical step is to actually go and go go have another session with you, what I call strategy session, and then work with you and do a financial plan or, or, or roll over that 401k or whatever. If you can do that whole process, especially from cold marketing, especially without spending a dime, girl, you never have to worry about money again. And some of you listening right now are like, well, I'm pretty set. You know, I got 10 million, I got 100 million, whatever it is under management. I wake up on January 1st knowing I'm going to be able to pay my bills and go on vacation and put money aside for retirement, all those things. But you still cannot reliably and predictably get quality prospects on your calendar. 
that should be like red alert, like major problem, major problem. Because what happens if the market tanks 20 or 30%, you just lost 20 or 30% of your income and not true because you may have lost even more because you're relying on some random referrals here and there. But if the, when, if, and when the market comes down, oftentimes people get scared to refer and people get scared to take action, even though it's the best time to actually get people to take action when they're, they're, they're actually afraid that they're going to lose money or they're, they're concerned not to take advantage of their fear, but to give them the certainty when they have uncertainty. And so what I want to give you is this ability to attract quality prospects without hitting up friends and family, positioning yourself as an expert in a way that attracts the right people to you and give you the skill to close those clients, to prospect a client in a way that makes sense to them, that doesn't feel salesy, that doesn't feel weird, that doesn't feel like you're pushing them, that's going to help them have transformation. Sales is just uh, the path to transformation. Okay. And so the question is, how do you do that? How do you do that? And the best way to do it, I'm going to give you the best way. And it doesn't mean you're going to be willing to do it. Okay. I had someone actually in one of my programs just say, okay, I I tried it. It didn't work because I'm not willing to do that. And I feel incongruent and I feel like it's lying. And I'll tell you what it is. And some of you have heard this before, because I talk about this all the time. And I said this earlier that I stole it from my husband, but I think you as a female financial advisor who has a freaking voice, who has something to say, who wants to stand out, who wants to have people notice her, not just people, but the ideal quality prospects notice you, that you need a book. You need to write a book. And you might not like that. And you might feel like you're not ready for that. And might, that might scare the crap out of you. And you know what I'm going to tell you? Good. If it scares you, if it, if it is like, so like, like there's, I've never thought about that. Robin, the idea of writing a book is just crazy, ridiculous. That's scary as hell. I don't think I'll ever do it. That means you should do it. Okay. Uh, last Saturday, I actually, actually it was Thursday. My friends came over good friends of mine from one of the masterminds I'm in called flight club. Um, Glenn Ledwell, he, he has a company called mind movies, um, and his fiance, Stephanie are freaking love. And these are like some of our best friends. Now they're so awesome. We love hanging out with them and they, they kind of know people in high places. Okay. And, uh, they've been, you know, just Glenn has been around like the personal development world for many years has a very successful company, multiple millions. And, um, and so he just knows, knows people and he's so cool and so willing to introduce people and, and just. Uh, like he's always willing to help. Just love, love this guy. And, um, they came over Thursday night with some other friends and we had dinner at our house with our kids. And then on Friday, we were invited to go to JJ Virgin's house. Now, if you don't know JJ Virgin, you can look her up. She's a four-time number one, um, New York times, four-time New York times, bestselling. I don't know this number one, but four-time bestselling author, New York times, which is like so freaking difficult. She has something called the Virgin diet, really amazing woman. And we were invited to go to her house because Glenn was in town and she basically just threw a party for him. It's like, Oh, bite. Yeah. Four, four of your couple friends. Cool. We'll have eight people there. I think there were 14 of us with some of her friends and a lot of his friends. And we just had dinner over there and I met JJ and, you know, beautiful house, beautiful woman, just lovely, lovely person. And she was super sweet. We had amazing conversations and she, she started talking to me about, um, she's, she started talking to me. I said, Oh, you know, I think we know someone like we're both, I'm in this mastermind called war room and other mastermind I'm in. And I'm like, Oh yeah, I think, um, you know, Deanna, she's still running your events. And I kind of, you know, said that. So we'd had a commonality and she's like, yeah. And I'm like, Oh, I love Deanna. She's like, so amazing. Like this woman, and we started talking. And, um, then she mentioned, she's like, Oh, you should like, you know, what do you do? And I told her what I do. You know, I help female financial advisors grow their businesses. We're on a mission to increase the footprint of women in the industry to 50%. You know, we're creating this movement called Fem. I started getting excited about it. And she's like, you should be part of our unicorn club. 
And she's like, you know, Marie Forleo, Lisa Sasevich. She's starting now. Some of you listening don't know these names, but to me, it's like, these are like, are you kidding me? Like these are women making five to 10 million a year, if not more who are really well-known in the industry, personal development or business growth or health space. And she starts naming these people. And I'm like, oh, the, I'm like, these ladies might be a little too baller for me. And something like that. And she goes, that's, that's, well, that's a stupid thing to say. And I was like, <laughs> like, I was like, she, she's right. Like, I felt, I felt like she was absolutely right. And I immediately was like, oh my gosh, like, I, what an amazing opportunity to be invited to this. And I completely threw myself under the bus. I got nervous. I was uncomfortable. I was scared. And, and she just called me on it, which was awesome. Not in a mean way at all. She's just like, that's a stupid thing to say. And I'm like, you know, that, that, that probably is, but like, I'm thinking these women are making a lot more money. They've been in the industry a lot longer. They're like, they're like well-known, you know, and like, here's little me, even though like I have this big mission and, and like, we're doing very well comparatively. I was thinking like, you know, I'm, I'm kind of the dumbest. I would be the dumbest person in the room, which is actually a perfect place to be. And then a little later, we were sitting next to each other, having dinner together and talking. And then she's like, um, we're also having the, we're ha- oh, Robin, you and you and Trevor should come to this event. We're having a speaker event here at my house um, in May. And, you know, you should come. It's $12,000. And we're having Lisa Nichols here, who she's like known as the like number one, I don't know, speaker trainer, like potentially in the world. She's, she's trained Bob Proctor. Like, you know, she starts talking about all these people and half of them, I don't know, but like all these amazing people who are very successful. And I was like, wow, that sounds like an incredible opportunity. And just thinking about it, not because of the money, although, you know, that's a good amount of money to drop in five days, but like not because the money, but immediately I felt nervous. And I was talking to them, Glenn and Stephanie and my husband, and I went to dinner the next night and now we're talking, you know, we're talking about, you know, JJ and this event. I'm like, should I go? Like, should I do this? And they're talking about the people who are going to be there. And I was like, I was getting super nervous. And then he's talking about, oh, like unicorn club, like you should totally be part of that. And I'm getting super nervous. I'm imagining myself at this speaker event where there's only 25 people there at this event, these people like that are like the most successful in the industry learning from one of the most successful person in the speaker as a speaker trainer. And I'm there going like, I'm going to have to get in front of these speakers, like the best speakers in the world and have to tell my story and then get coached on it. And I'm like, I'm nervous. I'm freaking out. I'm like scared. Just the thought of it. I'm not even in it yet. And then I imagine this unicorn club where I'm there, you know, with these like high end level people. And I'm like, I'm there, like I have, you know, need to contribute something. I want to, I don't, I don't want to be just like, you know, this, I don't know, like not baller. Right. And so, so basically I'm like, I have to do this because it scares the living daylights out of me. I have to do this. And so, um, JJ and I were texting Glenn connected us. And basically I was, you know, I said, can you jump on a call? I want to hear about the speaker thing. And I already had decided I was going to do it, but we get on and I basically said, you know, I'm in, let's do it. You know, where's the link I'll pay for it, whatever. And, and then, you know, and, and I said, and I'm, I, I talked to Natalie, who's another person who's, who's part of unicorn club, Glenn's ex-wife actually. And, and Natalie was raving about both this event or Lisa Nichols. And she was also raving about the unicorn club. And, um, so I had already decided I might've just sabotaged my opportunity to get in this unicorn club, but like, I want to do it. And I actually have in my journal, I can show you that I wanted two, two big things. Like I've actually wanted for, for years, but so, actually there's way more than two, but some of those things, two of those things, one is that I wanted to have friends in Tampa who are also business owners who were cool. And JJ on that call invited Trevor and I to come to, um, or Trevor invited us to go to dinner at this really nice restaurant, which was really nice. Amazing. And I'm like, Oh, maybe we're going to be friends. And then, um, also I've been wanting to either be part of or create a mastermind for women. 
And when I first got into this mastermind, um, war room years ago, they're mostly men. And I started talking to the women. I'm like, who wants to be in a mastermind? And we even tried, we did an event in Texas one day, one time it was only like four of us and it didn't really go very far for very long, but I really wanted to be in a mastermind with women. And I've kind of like looked at some of these masterminds. I'm like, but I don't, I don't want to be the most successful person in the room. I, I want to be the dumbest person in the room because it scares the living daylights out of me. And I know being around these women, being around people more successful, like just the mindset alone, forget the content is going to help me get there to that place where I want to be, where we can really make this impact, where we can really have equity, where we no longer have the financial industry as a male dominated industry. Okay. I tell you all of this because, because you should write a book. Now, I don't really care if you write a book. It's just that if you were to be in the process and consider writing a book, you can use the strategy that I teach in our, our, we have an event called the, it's actually a five-day challenge called the appointment generator challenge. We call it tag. Okay. And if you're listening to this right now, send a support message, support at robincrane.com with tag in the subject and say, I want in, or I want to know about it. Okay. And if you're watching this on, in our growing your financial business, the woman's way, um, Facebook group, you can just put in the comments tag. Okay. And we'll make sure you know about it because coming up in May, we're going to do, we're bringing it back. We actually did it many, many times in 2020 and 2021. And then we stopped and we actually created a game out of it. And it's, and it's, you know, it's basically, you can do it anytime, but everybody wants the live version. And so we're bringing it back. We're bringing it back after not doing it for like six months. And what I teach in the tag challenge is how basically you get really clear on who you want to attract. And it's one person and you got to clone that one person. If you can get one person, one ideal client, you clone that person 10 times, you should be able to reach your revenue goal or exceed your revenue goal. That's what I teach you to do in tag. Okay. So who is that one person? That is what we focus on first. Like you have to know who that person is. Then you got to reel them in and you need a hook because if you go LinkedIn is the most amazing way to get clients and people suck at it because all you're doing is the same thing you do at a networking event. You, you send messages, but it says the same thing. I'm an insurance or, you know, maybe I can help you with your financial, you know, financial plan or something like that, or, you know, something stupid. I don't know, but really, really bad messaging. You're sending out on LinkedIn and you get very few responses because the messaging sucks and you don't have a good hook. But if you were just to borrow the belief, okay, I talk about borrowing the belief and just believe that you should one day write a book, then you could be researching your book as you should, because you should write the right book and write a book for your ideal client. That's going to help transform their lives, whether they work with you or not. And the right people will read that book and want to work with you if you do it well. But how do you know what they need to hear? You need to know what challenges they're having. You need to know what's holding them back. You need to know what they really, really want that they think is even impossible to get. That's what you write. When it comes to your subject, money, that's what you write. But you're not going to know how to write that right book unless you interview at least 100 people. Not 100 people, 100 of the same person or one person 100 times. So if you know you want to attract female executives, you interview 100 female executives. If you know you want to attract nurses, you, female nurses, you interview 100 female nurses. And as you collect this data, and the two things you're getting clear on is what do they want they don't already have when it comes to their finances and what's holding them back. When you collect data after data and you hear talking to the same type of person, a clone of that one person again and again and again and again, what's going to happen is you're going to know what they need to hear to transform their lives. And that goes in the book. You're going to know what you need to actually teach. You already do it. You already know it. Like, why not just put it in a book? Just put it in like 10 blogs and then bind the freaking thing, put a title on it. And now you have a book. Don't make it a big deal. Like, cause I know 
there are people who are too scared to do this. And I, I did have one person say like, I, I didn't like your program because you told me to write a book and there's other ways to do it. You can do a podcast and you can research for the podcast. You could be, um, you could do, you could have a cause. And it's just because if you create better messaging, you can do it and interview people. To, so you understand how to provide more value for your cause. So you can make a bigger impact. I could just be interviewing about my femme movement. What do women in financial services believe is important to have more women in the industry so we can help more women in the world? And I could be interviewing for that cause and it can never get in a book and I could still be interviewing. So the hook is not really the book. The hook is the interview, but there's passion behind it. There's an obsession with it. There's like a, a drive to understanding what do people really want? The person I want to attract, what does she or he want? And I hope it's a she, but what does she want? And, and then that way I get better at better at getting her there. This is the number one best way, hands down to get quality prospects because it's mission-based baby. It's part of a movement and that's what you need. And you need a voice in this industry. And I know you're scared and you might be mad at me because I'm telling you, you should write a book and you might disagree. So don't write a book, write an article. Don't write an article, write a blog. Don't write a blog. Uh, you know, just go on Facebook live, do a webinar, talk about your mission, talk about what's important. You got in this industry for a freaking reason, not just to make money. You could do a lot of things to make money. If you're anything like I am, you got in this industry because you want to make an impact. You became a financial advisor because you want to help people with some, like something that affects them every freaking day, something that will, will like make or break their life, their health, their stress level every single day. Why aren't you talking about that? Instead, you're talking about freaking annuities. Instead, you're talking about an IUL. Instead, you're talking about the fact that you sell insurance. Stop. Stop doing that. Okay, but I don't expect you to listen to this and be phenomenal at messaging right off the bat. But I do expect you to be open to actually having a voice and owning it and be willing to bind it and let someone read it and affect more than just your clients, affect a much, much bigger group than just your clients. Okay, so get in the tag challenge. That is the best way for you to get quality prospects on your calendar. We promise five quality prospects in five days. And in fact, we have some people getting in five days, 33 appointments, no joke, quality prospects. You get to determine who's quality prospect, but I'm going to help you find them online, whether it's LinkedIn, whether it's Facebook, somewhere online. So you have an endless supply of quality prospects. I'm going to teach you how to drive them to your calendar using this strategy. It doesn't have to be a book. It just works better if it is a book. Using the interview strategy, get them on your calendar. I'm going to teach you how to do the interview. I'm going to teach you how to do what's next, which is a discovery call. I'm going to teach you how to drive them through the process in an efficient way so that you can get more quality clients, not just quality prospects. Okay, so sign up for the tag challenge. Honestly, if it might not even be available yet. So I'm just going to tell you the way to do it right now because we haven't released the page yet because we don't have it ready, but it's going to be in May. We will release the date soon. Make sure you know about it. Send a message to support at robincrane.com. Put tag in the subject line. We will make sure you can not only get invited first, you can get signed up for free, but you can get a VIP ticket for you know even, even less. Okay, so basically instead of paying three or 400 bucks, you'll get a discount to that. And you can join me for five days and you'll be able to experience it together so that you can, even if you're scared, I mean, that's a beautiful indicator of you growing 
and to becoming the person you're meant to be, to be able to have the life that you really want. That's a beautiful, beautiful indicator. Okay. So you will experience that with us together. A lot of mindset stuff. We'll probably have a thousand women on this together in a Facebook group, working together to make this happen. Do not miss this. Okay. Send a support message, or if you're listening on Facebook, plop a, a comment here and just put tag. We'll make sure you know about it. And the second that we're getting registrations, you get in on that. We'll probably have some extra bonus stuff like a webinar and things like that. So get in now, the second you hear about this, because you don't want to miss this. I have no idea when we're going to do it live again, or if we're going to do it live again, because we have it all recorded. We have it in a way that I don't have to show up, but geez, I like to show up because it is transformational. So go get in the tag challenge and I'll see you next time on growing your financial business the woman's way. Bye-bye. I actually have the link for the tag challenge, the appointment generator challenge. So instead you can just go to femalefinancialadvisors.com and register right now so that you can get five quality appointments in just five days. Now, this is not around, you know, you having to talk to friends and family and get all awkward. This is not about you having to spend marketing dollars online or create a whole funnel. This is going to be easy. It's simple. It happens in five days. If I can get you five quality appointments in five days, then you know that you can have the best year of your life because you just need to get in front of more of the right people. We will walk through it together as we do it. So do not miss this. And if you can, if you're smart, do VIP, spend a few extra bucks and you can actually spend time with me on Zoom where I can connect with you, get to know you and really help you get those quality appointments so that you can grow your business. And um, go ahead again, register at femalefinancialadvisors.com. You'll find it all there. It's happening, coming up very, very soon. So make sure to register, claim your spot, get in on this, get excited about it, block your calendar because you need to spend about an hour to an hour and a half uh, a day with me on the Thursday, Friday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, so that you can get these results. And it does work. The most appointments I think we got in those five days, uh, someone, I think it was Dana, got 33 appointments. So you could be my best student and go well beyond the five quality appointments. Go to 10, go to 15, go to 20, and set your, yourself up for the best year ever. Can't wait to see you at the Tag Challenge. See you there. Thank you again for listening to Growing Your Financial Business the Woman's Way. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.